Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Sherry. Today we welcome B. Jackson. She won the Illustrators of the Future Award in 2007. She is a illustrator for children's books and articles and all kinds of stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about that and the awards and all the good stuff. Here's B. Hi, B. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you, Sherry, for having me. Oh, I'm really happy you're here. Um, how, how's the weather there, and are you doing well? Uh, yes, I'm doing well, and the, the weather is about as unpredictable as usual for Michigan. <laughs> can't decide what it wants to do. Yeah, sort of sounds like California. Our weather's like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we have, like, uh, in the morning it's cold, and, well, for us, and then in the afternoon we're wearing tank tops. <laughs> That's understandable. Um, can you tell a little bit about your not long, but tell a little bit about yourself to the audience? Uh, yes, I am a illustrator born and raised in Detroit, still here. Um, I love to do illustrations that are focused on fantasy and uh, mostly fantasy, but also sci-fi. And uh, I've worked in a lot of different fields in the terms of. Uh, uh, comics, gaming, uh, book illustration, and most recently, um, children's books. And um, and so, how did you find out about the Writers and Illustrators of the Future Award? Um, I was fortunate to have a teacher um, when I was in high school that was really looking out for me. Um, I wanted to attend the College for Creative Studies and. He was uh, searching for some scholarships that I could apply for or some contests that I could enter to help me pay for my tuition. So he introduced me to the Illustrators of the Future contest, and I spent a year preparing the pieces that I would enter, um, that I would put forth as my entries, and um, I was selected upon those, those illustrations that I did and was invited to come to uh, the award ceremony where I was awarded grand prize winner for that year. Were you surprised when you got the initial call? Uh, yes, I was very surprised. <laughs> um, I mean, it was it was really exciting because at the time I had never been to California. I never really um, left my local area aside from going to Canada. Um, but it was the first opportunity that I had to go to California and also meet with um, other artists. At the time, I wasn't really in a situation where I was exposed to um, a lot of creative individuals. That happened after college, like once I went to college. 
so it was the first opportunity for me to be around people that were as passionate about art that, as I am. And um, to be welcomed into that circle, it was a really amazing experience. That's cool. And um, did you have fun when you came to California? Uh, yes, I made quite a few friends while I was here. And some of them I still look into to see how they're doing. And um, I've been fortunate to come back um, uh, two times after that for to see the different new winners and to be a part of the experience all over again. And each time that I come, like my circle of um, creative individuals that I can connect with has gotten bigger. And um, I follow a lot of people on social media, and um, I'm inspired by a lot of the work that they're doing. And some people, at least that have come from Michigan, I'm still in contact with to this day as well. And so you are, you won which time? I'm sorry, I get confused. Could you tell what the name of your book is and, um, and, and the year it's in? Uh, the year that I won, I believe it was uh, 2008. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a while. And I believe it was uh, book 30, uh, uh, volume, volume 30, I believe. I could be off. It's been a really, <laughs> it's been a really long time. Uh, but it was uh, 2008 was the year uh, that I was that I was um, that I had entered. And did you meet anybody, uh, any celebrities that kind of knocked you out? <laughs> well, I did meet. Uh, there were a lot of celebrities. I'm, I'm a pretty timid person, so like when I'm around. Um, in situations where there are celebrities, I kind of just stand off to the side because I don't know what to say to people. <laughs> so, but there were a lot of um, a lot of very prominent people there. Um, not just the one time that I went, but other times that I went. And there was a few opportunities where I was able to sit and talk with them, you know, just person to person. Um, sometimes uh, we would get together. Um, as a group, the different uh, uh, winners are uh, um, from that had been brought to California. We would get together as a group sometimes at the hotel and um, have dinner, and it was a nice opportunity to just talk uh, person to person. But um, it's it's a humbling experience to be around so many different creative individuals and people from so many different fields between writers and uh, directors and other illustrators. Um, this is probably a little off, but you're an artist. Who is your, who are the artists who are your inspiration? Um, my favorite uh, artist that I feel inspires me the most is Norman Rockwell. I really love his ability to tell a story through his illustrations, the way that his illustrations are like capturing a moment in time. Um, so I draw inspiration from him the most, and I really love uh, J.C. Decker as well. Um, there are a lot of uh, artists that I follow as well, like through my social media, that have uh, that are digital and like closer to my style. But um, uh, when it comes to artists that I really look up to that I feel are influencing my art a lot, it's those two, uh, as well as uh, Kadir Nelson. Um, I've been investing in buying a lot of the children's books that he has done. I really love his style and uh, the way that he brings his characters to life in his books. And 
Uh, usually whenever I'm illustrating, I have like a box like right next to my desk full of children's books from uh, Kadir Nelson, and I'll pull them out and I'll just look at his artwork just to kind of get a boost of inspiration to keep going. That's neat. Um, how did you come about becoming an artist? Uh, did you, was it through school, or does, did you just always draw or paint, or uh, how, did, how did it start? Uh, well, my father, he's an artist as well. Um, he went by the name of Kingpin back in back when I was younger, because he's a, a, a airbrush artist. He's currently in um, Atlanta, and he goes by the name Kyology. And um, having him in my life has uh, was like an introduction to art because he has a huge passion for it. But I also have a very over overactive imagination. <laughs> So I used to, when I was younger, I would uh, watch movies, and like when I watched movies, it would stir all these alternate possibilities in my mind, like, well, what if the characters did this, or what if the characters did that, and I would express that through uh, drawing, so I would just draw like these little comics on like lined paper and, and things like that, just to kind of... Um, express these different ideas that I have for stories that I had fallen in love with. And um, and uh, one of them was uh, that really inspired me was the movie Starship Troopers. I remember seeing it when I was really young, and I imagined that they uh, that the people that the soldiers went to the to the planet to kill the giant bug creatures, and they found like some mystical woman there. <laughs> so like I created my own OC, my own original character and uh, had incorporated her into the story with Johnny Rico. So that was like uh, the first major little um, stint that I had with drawing was designing characters that I wanted to insert in the stories that I already knew. And um, I just got a lot better at it. Like over time as I got introduced to comics and uh, anime, I started to draw more as I got exposed to more things. Did you... um did you have any uh, specific training in school, or was it all just learning uh, by osmosis or from study? Uh, I'm a mostly self-taught artist. Um, I didn't really have, aside from my father, I didn't really have um, any other um, creative individuals that I could kind of bounce off of uh, in terms of um, inspiration. Like, when we first got the internet, that was the closest I had gotten to seeing um, other other art forms. That's how I got introduced to anime and comics. And once I found out about those, I kind of uh, went a little crazy with them, like, wanted to collect things from, like, other artists. I wanted to collect the books just so that I could see all the pictures that were in them. Um, but I didn't have uh, uh, any formal training until I went to college in terms of um, the arts. Like, I had an art teacher in high school that helped me out um, because he saw that I had a passion for art, but his class was mostly, like, the place where all the teachers would send the bad kids to, and I just so happened to be in there. I wasn't a bad kid, but uh, it, it was, uh, I was the only person in there who was actually drawing. So, like, when I went to uh, college, it was, like, my first opportunity to be around other artists and um, who who were able to inspire me as well. So 
Um, everything that I had learned up until that point was just done out of uh, curiosity and just trying to learn how um, anime was made and how comics were made. Uh, and that's how I got into digital artwork because at the time, like my favorite comic book was um, Aspen, which is from Fathom, Fathom Comics. And I was really fascinated by the art. And I remember asking, um, looking online, just trying to find out how they made it. And I found out they were using like Adobe. They were using digital software to um, color in the panels. So I was like, okay, well, if I want to be an artist, I have to learn how to use Adobe. <laughs> so I had some like photo version that my mom had on the computer and uh, a scanner. So I would draw the, I would draw my characters on like regular paper, scan them in, and use the Adobe photo version to just try to mimic what it was that I saw. Um, in the comic books and um, as technology advanced I would ask my mom hey can I have this or hey can I have that and um, I gradually grew into becoming a digital artist because of those experiences cool um, um, did you start illustrating uh, books when you were in uh, illustrating at all uh, magazines whatever in college or did you uh, uh, did that come from something else? How did your illustration start? Um, I actually started illustrating. I actually started doing. Uh, I did my first book in uh, high school. I had um, a friend of mine. Her aunt wanted to do a book about casinos, and uh, she knew that I liked to draw because my friend told her. So she contacted me and was like, hey, would you like to help me do this uh, book about casinos? I want little doodles to go with it. So she put me in contact with her publisher, and uh, the publisher, um, I showed her the work that I had done. I had never done a book up until that, um, I had never done a book at that time. So the publisher, um, she walked me through that process of what I needed to do, you know, to the best of her ability because she wasn't really that familiar with it either in terms of uh, certain forms of art. So that was actually my first book. I can't remember the title, and I'm pretty sure you won't be able to find it, but that was my first book that I had done, and it helped me form a relationship with the publisher that I still have to this day. So, like, over the years, she's really worked with me. Her uh, name is Julia Hunter. She's with uh, G Publishing. She's a local, local uh, publisher that worked with local authors. And um, she helped me to, like, uh, understand the business a lot more. And over time, I became her lead artist over the course of the years that I knew her. And... Um, some of the books that I have done for her, like uh, which is or, uh, done with her through her publishing company, is what helped me get noticed by uh, bigger publishing companies, which is how I got some of the work that I have today. That's really cool. That's really, it was it exciting to you? It was exciting, yes. Um, I've had, I would say that I've had like a... Um, a love-hate relationship with uh, certain books at first, like when it came to to children's books, because I was I didn't really have any guidance. It's pretty much whatever I did. Like she would she would let me know what to do to the best of her ability, but um, pretty much if I failed or if I made a mistake, everything was like tr uh, I was learning by 
uh, trial and error, like in terms of formatting and, and things like that, in terms of um, how to approach doing my artwork for certain books, uh, especially with technology changing. Each book that I did is kind of like having to learn how to do something all over again. And at the time, I was really into uh, comics and anime. So I was like, I want to do comics and anime. That's where my passion is, but I kept getting children's books. <laughs> so, but over time, I learned to appreciate the children's books. So I'm like, this is actually a really good opportunity for me to learn how to tell a story sequentially. Like, uh, I could use these different books or these opportunity, opportunities to... Uh, better my skills, so I started taking it a lot more seriously over the years and um, started to appreciate it a lot more. And uh, now I look at it from the perspective of, I could take this book, this will help me uh, grow in this area of my skill set. I'll take this book and that'll help me grow in another area. I can learn how to draw this better because I've never had an opportunity to do that. So, um, it's opened up a lot of doors for me, and just looking at things from a different perspective has really helped me to grow my skills uh, over the years to expand into different areas. And uh, every now and again, I get an opportunity to work with comics or to do character designs and things like that. And uh, when I go into it, I'm a lot more uh, prepared uh, than I was back then because I have a lot of experience with uh, uh, different art forms by doing the children's books. Um, what did your, um, we're going to switch to, uh, the Writers of the Future contest, Writers and Illustrators of the Future contest. What was your art of? What, what did you illustrate? Um, so when I had entered into the Illustrators of the Future contest, I had to do three illustrations to become a finalist. Um, so those three, first three illustrations was basically what I did to um, become a finalist. And one was, I, I tried to tackle different things with each one. So one was of uh, a cat um, uh, and a fishbowl, and then the fishbowl was a mermaid. So the cat was trying to mess with the mermaid in the fishbowl. <laughs> so that was one. <laughs> oh, that's kind of cute. <laughs> So, yeah, so that was one of them. Another one was uh, a really heavily fantasy one. So it was like uh, this massive demon guy in a coliseum. And um, this girl was being, I guess she was being sacrificed to him or something like that. I was like, this would be really cool. <laughs> so that was one of the another one of them. And then the third one was... Um, something that was dealing with ghosts, but I, I, I picked different things, like each piece had a story, so the third one was uh, dealing with a ghost, so it was like this young man, he's sitting at, um, at a, uh, out, outside of this uh, bakery, and it's, um, it's uh, you know, like when you drive and you see like those poles, and it has like flowers where somebody had died. So it was It was like uh, he was standing by one of those, and there was all these flowers and the picture of a little girl, and the little girl's ghost was behind him, and it was like his sister. He was, like, really sad. Aww. So it was like I was just trying to tell a story. Like, each each one was a story. So the cat one was, you know, a little funny, little funny story of a mermaid tra trapped in a fishbowl with a cat. Um, 
second one was uh, uh, fantasy, uh, and the third one was a uh, ghost story. So those were the ones that I entered. And uh, then, like, once I had entered those and I became a finalist, I had gotten the manuscript for a book called Circuit uh, from one of the winners from the writer's side. And Circuit was about a book that, um, it was like an electronic book, but it could it could think. It had a, it was like Siri, I would say. <laughs> but okay. Siri has an actual... Uh, personality and it's not like she's in everybody's phone it was like just one book I would say and it's funny how like with science fiction one thing I love about science fiction is that a lot of times science fiction becomes science fact oh yeah and like uh, with that story this was before you had the whole smartphones and you know all of that and her story was um, about this book that uh, was uh, found through archaeology um, I think her father was an archaeologist, and they found this ancient book, and uh, it could record history. Basically, whoever had this book had, like, powers, and, like, uh, you know, they had knowledge that not everybody had, which made them extremely powerful. It's just like, imagine if you were the only person on Earth who had Google, or, or who had Siri. Like, you have all this information at your fingertips, and... Um, he who holds all the information can hold all the power and, and that was pretty much what it was the only thing is that this book was sentient like over the years it had developed the personality and it had become attached to uh, the different people that had possessed it and it was sad because in the story you could see that um, different people who had possessed it would end up getting killed by the next person that would end up possessing it because it was a valuable item and it was nothing that the book could do. It could only just, you know, watch. It had, like, a lens in it that it could see, like, you know, whoever was in front of it. But outside of that, it, it, it had no control over, you know, what happened with it. So that was a story that I had to illustrate. So, like, the illustration that I did is uh, this young girl, she's reaching for the book because uh, it's sitting on her father's desk. He doesn't see any value in it. So she takes it, and as she grows up, she keeps the book close, and it becomes very valuable to her. So that's what uh, those are the illustrations that I did for the for the year that I that I had entered. Hi, I just want to make just a teeny little correction. Uh, your grand prize uh, was in L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future, Volume Twenty Four, um, in two thousand eight. Two thousand eight was right but it's 24. <laughs> okay, thank you. That way people will know where to find you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And see the little girl and all that that you drew. <laughs> thank you. Um, we're coming to the end. Uh, do you have a website? Uh, yes, my website is begifted.com and that's B E A uh, G-I-F-T-E-D dot com And um, are you on social media? Because people might want to say hi. Uh, yes, I'm on social media. I have uh, Instagram and I also have Facebook. Uh, the name is the same. It's uh, Be Gifted. I think on uh, Instagram it's actually um, usually if you put in a tag Be Gifted uh, uh, you'll find my work since I um, I typically tag it for for uh, everything that I post, but my 
name on my profile on Instagram is uh, gifted. Okay. And are you on Facebook? Uh, yes, I'm on Facebook. It's the same name. Okay. <laughs> so I was able to corner that pretty much. Okay. And uh, Twitter? Uh, Twitter, do not have Twitter. Okay. So those are the those are the three popular ones, so that's why. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. There's Tumblr and there's Pic, uh, yeah, Pinterest. Are you on Pinterest? Pinterest. Uh, so that's that's pictures Pinterest. there. I do have some of my work on Pinterest. Uh, let me see. It should also be be gifted since I made sure that my name was the same in like all my social networks. So usually, if you put in, um, if you put in, uh, be uh, be gifted, you'll find my work. So it'll be be gifted illustration on Pinterest. Okay. Um. Anyway, I want to thank you for coming on the show. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. I did. Um. And thank you for chatting with Sherry. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.